Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hoops with Coop. I am your host, Noel, and today I thought, let's spice things up. You know, let's not talk about the NBA and everything that's going on. It's kind of in the middle of the season, you know, same old, same old games happening, all-star game coming up soon. Uh, believe the reserves will be announced on the day of this recording, but I decided let's do something different. And today I wanted to do the top five basketball sneakers. So I have a special guest here. He is a sneaker enthusiast, big time sneaker enthusiast, over a hundred pairs in his collection, people, a hundred pairs in his collection. Introduce yourself, sir. How you doing, guys? My name is Joe Moyette. Um, yeah, I love sneakers. Uh, love sneakers, love, love the NBA, just love the culture that everything, that it brings everything together. Um, sneakers are a big culture in, in basketball in general, and it's just started swirling outside of it. <laughs> and that's one of the main things that made me fall in love with them. So, so like him, I love sneakers, not on his level yet. I'm only at around like 30 something pairs, not close to hundred, but I will say have a huge love for sneakers and the cultural impact it has, uh, you know, like from the moment of you go back to the eighties with Converse, you know, that the history of that, then you go into, you know, the first Jordan one, and then you go into the nineties where I would say that was like the big boom of everyone having their signature sneakers from the Pat Ewings, the Barclays, Jordan kept going. You just had so many people that had their own sneaker. And then even today, like you have LeBron, Kyrie, Durant, Harden, all these people have their own sneakers. And it's just so important for basketball and sneakers. It just comes together. It's the perfect fusion. So today I decided let's go over our top five favorite sneakers from five to one. Now I will give you guys a disclaimer. We only did one Jordan because it would be extremely boring to have a top five list of Jordan one specific this, Jordan one specific that, a Jordan three, Jordan four, it would just be boring, okay? If you want another episode of just strictly Jordans, you can comment that and you can tell us that you want that. Trust me, we do not mind, but we decided to do it a little bit different. So since you are my guest, I want you to go first with your number five. No, absolutely. So, I mean, one of the best things, I think you picked the right time to do this episode. It's all kind of like All-Star Month, and that's when really, um, that's when the sneaker game really tries to bring out the best in the footwear, um, especially for All-Star Weekend. Um, again, you go back to when D. Brown had the pumps. Um, you know, that's one of the legendary sneaks as well. It was an honorable mention of mine. I did not make it on my top five. But I will start out with number five. Um, this goes back to a fellow Laker, former Nugget, former Laker, Nick Van Axel, um, with his Reebok Blast. I think that's one of an iconic sneaker. You know, Nick the Quick at his time was a cultural icon. Um, people a lot of t lot really followed him, really, really dug what he did. Like you know, they were getting the parts in their eyebrows, and then it was <laughs> such a good sneaker that looked like, ah uh, man, like again, you look at this sneaker, you see. It's just like a boom burst of like a sun of energy. Um, it's just great. It's a great looking shoe. Um, it stands out on the court. And I think it was one of the top five sneakers of the 90s. Wow. See, I'm not even familiar that much with the Nick Van Axels. Like, that's not even something that like crossed my mind. Like, that's something that you, I feel like you have to be in the 90s to remember. Like, such oh, a man. cut of a sneaker, I feel as though. Like, yeah, they caught. 
they called it the blast because literally the back of the sneaker looks like a blast and you know it just comes out it's it's such a good sneaker um on the court again it stuck out nick the quick believe it or not back then he just had he had that following he was a cool he was a cool player to follow you know trash talker tough player so that will be that's my number five real quick do you know anyone that owns that shoe I do not know anyone that owns that shoe. Um, it's a pretty rare shoe to find. Um, I think the last pair came out um, probably in the early 2000s. That was the last um, reincarnation of it, where they, you know, whenever they reincarnate a sneaker, they bring out a bunch of colorways um, just to sell and get everything. But I think that was the last time they did something. I would love for it to come back. Um, it's such a great shoe. <laughs> All right. So going into my number five. Now, I had a tie. I, I cheated a little bit. I had a tie. And I kind of want you to break the tie for me. Now, okay. I'm a younger guy, so obviously I didn't grow up in the 90s where, like, you know, the sneaker boom really happened. So I wanted to kind of give a um, a more, like, newish take with my number five because I really, like, love these two sneakers. So in a tie, we got the Giannis ones coming to America specifically. I don't know what it is about it's just something so different especially like i feel as though with sneaker culture i want to say sneaker culture now but basketball sneakers now can kind of be very plain in a sense so with something like the Giannis coming to america the backstory of it the design the coming to america on the tongue all of that i really dig and it's just something about that shoe that i really think it's just a cool shoe that i feel as though might have an impact later on like later down the road but tied with that, now, I don't know how people feel about this sneaker. I don't even think it's popular, to be honest. But playing 2K, I've seen this sneaker, like, on the sneaker screen. Mm-hmm. And I love it for some reason. The Paul George 3 NASA with the <laughs> no. orange, with the – I don't know what it is about that sneaker. It's just, once again, me, I'm a very vibrant – in regards of, like, colors and stuff like that, I'm very vibrant with my sneakers. And you might, you, I don't know, there's another one on the list that you could tell, like, very vibrant. But I love the Paul George NASA. I love the Giannis coming to America. And I really couldn't break them apart just because they're both newer in this sneaker culture. They're both new <laughs> yeah. to the game. And I kind of wanted to include them both as, like, a fresh feel to things. Because the other sneakers I have necessarily really, I mean, they've come back every so often. But they're not new sneakers. So I kind of wanted to represent a little bit. No, listen, um, it's good because, again, back then, like, again, like, you got to celebrate the past, the present, and the future. Um, The NASA sneaker is a little bit more, I lean towards a little bit. Um, You know, you said it was pretty popular. Um, Again, like, Paul George 3s, it's a, Paul George has a popular on-court sneaker more than outside, off the court. Um, On-court is probably a great sneaker that everyone loved, but again, like, the colorway that you're describing, um, it had a lot of niches on it. Like it came with special packaging. It came with a lot of things that you enjoyed. The little um, that tag even, like, like head. the little tag where it's like prepare for takeoff. Exactly the little like the that. little tags and things like that that people love. So I, I think that's a good one. If if I had to choose one to break your tie, I would go with the Paul George personally. Okay. But um, the coming to America's are a nice one. Um, it was a good it was a good um nod to the movie. But I have to go with the Paul George oh, threes. Okay. All right. So give me number four. Number four, I want to go again. I'm sticking to, I think, I don't know if it's a theme, but I'm definitely going to the 90s still. Um, let me just check my list real quick. So I have the Air Flight Posit Kevin Garnett's. 
Um, almost, almost cracked my list. I was looking through sneakers because I wanted to like see which ones I'm missing. Almost cracked my list. That, uh, it was such a unique. It was such a unique thing. Um, honestly, it was a toss up. The toss up between those. It was between them or the Boings. Um, they were such an iconic sneaker back in the day as well in the early 2000s. But the Air Flight Posits um, for the KG version, the blue ones with the Minnesota. You know, he was coming into his own. I was. He was he was the man at that time. So I mean, the big ticket was there. Um, I believe he was actually fresh off his contract with Adidas. And when did then those come Nike out? Came out? Huh? When did those come out? Um, early two thousands, wow. late nineties, early two thousands. The Airflight Posits was such a good one. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's what I would go with it. I mean it was a unique color. It kind of had like that. I was like you're looking at a at a bowl of fish. It would look like a fish tank with the aqua blue. <laughs> it was such a nice, nice shoe. Had the little circled eye on it. The great, very unique, stuck out again on the court. And again, sometimes if you look at the players that are wearing it, it's, it's such a bigger impact than if anyone else was. So again, you know, you know, the popularity sells and it's KG. Like, how can it not be a dope sneak? Great take, great take. Really deep cuts. So for my number four. Now, this is, some people are going to hear this and kind of be surprised by my number four. Because, you know, I I have hot takes on this player, but I think his sneaker and his impact are by far one of the greatest ever, uh, especially for a brand that only really has, like, over the past, like, 10 or 15 years, really only has him still. And that's, to me, Allen Iverson in the question. So, I I don't know how else to describe it other than the fact that like its impact is still being a, like being felt today, and it's mm-hmm. Reebok. Not a lot of people wear Reebok, but the Iversons questions they keep coming out in different colorways, and I love every colorway. The yeah. Philadelphia Phillies one where it's like the baby blue and like the maroon; those are my favorites. Obviously, you have the original and stuff like that. That sneaker has oh, really over is the one. That sneaker has really stood the test of time. From the moment it came out till today, everyone will have that sneaker and look at it and be like, wow, that's a great sneaker, even though it's Reebok. Now, to me, I think... No, listen. To me, that's the biggest key. It's that, okay, it's not Nike, it's not Adidas, it's not Jordan, it's Reebok, but everyone can look at it and go, okay, now that's, that is basketball right there. And I feel it's as though not, that is so... Allen Iverson. It's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Allen Iverson, cultural impact. Yeah, listen, he dominated the culture back then. Um, when those sneakers came out, especially the crossover on Jordan, um, I think that's probably the most color. That's the most popular colorway. Um, it's funny that you brought that up. I was speaking to my brother earlier. Um, you know, me and my brother, we talk sneakers a lot, and we were definitely talking about the answers. And I told him, I was like, you know, it probably will. It would have cracked probably my top 10 of all time. It just didn't quite make it to the number five, to the number five. But it is an iconic shoe. Um, again, he has a couple of shoes that when you look at them, like he has a step over, but the crossover is by far the most iconic is the ones that you see most of the time because of the play on Jordan. So that's a good one. I like that sneaker a lot. Great sneaker, great sneaker. So what do you have for number three? Number three, um, I'm gonna st- it's actually, we're sticking to the Reebok thing going. I'm gonna go with the Reebok Kamikaze, Sean Kemp's. Whoa. Um, the Rain Man himself. That was such a, Oh, my God. That sneaker, again, you saw him wearing it on the All-Star game. You saw him wearing it on the court. 
you know, when Sean Kemp was in his prime, um, it's nothing like seeing those zigzags coming, acro coming across as his feet is right next to the person he's dunking on. And it just looks so good. Um, there's so many pictures. There's just so many moments of him wearing that shoe. It's such a nice shoe. Um, I would rock it around anywhere. I, I think that is such a good sneaker um, as a whole. Like the Reebok Kamikazes are so good. Um, and again, Sean Kemp at his peak was the man. No one can stop him. He was just strong. And I mean, he had the strong foot game to go along with it at that time. Nice, nice deep cut. Reebok, if you're hearing this, bring these sneakers back. Bring them back. The kamikazes are out. They have them. Do they have the they shot got, They got a lot of colors, but um, the original black and whites are the ones for me. But, oh, my God, it's just such a good shit. Such a good sneaker. Reebok, you're – Reebok, listen to this. Like, you got classics. Drop these classics back. Retro them, please. Uh, so, for my number three, to me, I, I love these sneakers. I don't have the ones, but, man, I love these sneakers. Airpenny one Orlando, I just clean, beautiful. Yeah. Like it's just to me that is like a perfect basketball sneaker. Um, you can go with any Airpennies really if you want. Uh, I I have a pair of what? Do I have a pair of five or sixes? I forgot which one I have. Uh, all blue. Every Airpenny, they're great. For me personally, the Airpenny ones, the the original Orlandos, amazing, beautiful sneaker. Um, talk about underrated cultural impact when those came out mm -hmm. people don't understand the high demand those I, I i feel as though you won't you don't have them so i'm gonna say them those in the grant hill fifa uh feelers oh yeah two of the biggest underrated cultural impacts of the 90s in regards to sneakers that people don't talk about to today so air penny ones orlando definitely cracked my top three what wow, do you have for number two that's a good one. Um, and again, just cracking. It's funny you brought up Fila. I, I looked at, um, what was I looking at when you asked me to make this list? I looked at um, the Jerry Stackhouse ones. Um, the Jerry Stackhouse Fila's, uh, definitely I was looking at them. I was like, ah, oh, they didn't quite crack it. Like just so many, there's so many, like one of my personal favorites um, were the, uh, the Jason, it's funny, like you bring up the 90s, the 95 Jason Kids. Um, those were like one of my favorites. Um, they didn't crack my top five, but such a beautiful shoe. They're, honestly, they're six. <laughs> so I wanted to give Jason Kidd some love there because they are probably one of the greatest sneakers I've seen. Um, it has that 90s look. Again, it's just that you, the unique bubbles on it, the unique designs where it just looks, it's not as husky, but again, it just sticks out. So um, yeah, I just wanted to give Jason Kidd some love before I go on to number two. Um, it's funny that you, you go for the penny and then I'm going kind of along the same lines of a sneaker he wore. Um, but this silhouette came out a little bit later on. Um, it was made popular during All-Star Weekend. Um, Rajon Rondo had them on. Um, Swaggy P was one of the ones who was wearing it um, recently. Um, when he was playing, I would go with the Galaxy Foam Posits. That sneaker, when it dropped, it caused mayhem. Like, everyone wanted them. Like, again, if there was no app back then, but everyone when that when that sneaker came out everyone was camping everyone wanted them it was sold out everywhere all-star weekend um unique shoe and it was just something that you had and it's just again it's a beautiful shoe um i just feel like they go with a lot of galaxy look back then like in the 90s you just see like a lot of those starry impacts that aqua kind of uh looking in a marine on a marine look so but the galaxies are the galaxy foam posits are number two they almost cracked number one because it's just such a nice shoe um again you see it on the court it looks beautiful and that's one of the main things you think of when you think of a basketball sneaker i have, I have something to say 
What do you think I'm going to say? Was that your number one, or you just don't no, like Hot take, I do not like the Galaxy <laughs> phone posits. I don't like any phone posits. They look so heavy. They just don't, they just look so bulky. I don't know what you could wear them with. I don't, there's something about phone posits I'm just like, I'm off with. I'm just off on them. It's just the the look of them. I don't know what you could wear them with. Okay. You have phone posits? I mean, do I have phone posits? So I don't own phone posits. I think the closest I have to phone posits are the Barkley posits. Okay. Um, which is, again, another underrated shoe where underrated said the not a role model. Loved it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so for my number two, mm-hmm. this is, I feel as though one of the more, I would definitely say within the last 10 to 15 years, definitely one of the more popular sneakers in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I could, yeah, I would definitely say that. And the demand from NBA players when this person passed away was so strong. I'm going to go with the Kobe 6 Grinch and Reverse Grinch. No. It's such a beautiful sneaker. Mm-hmm. I don't like, it's just, I don't even know what else to say. Like the sneaker itself, Kobe 6s to me are the best Kobe's. I love those Kobe's. I love the way they look, the way they feel. Everything about the Kobe's. I have a pair of the Mambasitas that I somehow won through the grace of God, somehow won. But the Kobe 6 Grinch and Reverse Grinch are the perfect. When those came out, when he first wore them, I I was in awe. Like I was like so amazed by those sneakers. And then ever since he passed, like a lot of NBA players were uh, clamoring for that because of how great the sneaker was and how high of a demand it was. So I would definitely say the Kobe Six Grinch and Reverse Grinch is cemented as one of the best sneakers ever. Definitely one of the more popular sneakers in this current uh, generation of the NBA. Everyone loves Kobe's. Everyone has a pair of Kobe's in the NBA. It feels as though. So I would definitely say having Kobe at number two, perfect spot for him. Um, just couldn't crack my number one because of how much I love the number one sneaker. Um, just, but yeah, Kobe six Grinch or reverse Grinch at number two for me. No, that's a good number two. Again, the point being it's a basketball sneaker. You got to think about how it looked on the court when he brought them out. Legendary. And even when players are bringing it out now, it's such a big deal. Like all players got to do is just step on the court with some Kobe's and they're just going to get some type of recognition. Um, it's pretty incredible. Like, again, that sneaker was probably one of the best ones he's ever brought out. Um, so I agree with that number two. Um, so before, like just to pivot a little bit in regards to before we go to number one, do you have like three honorable mentions that you want to show that you would want to show love to? Three honorable mentions. Ah, oh, man, there was so i thought about the lebron big bang mm-hmm. thought about those just because i love the colorway i thought about the pretty much any edition of the Kyrie fours mm-hmm. the black history months i love like the wording on it and everything i love those the uh cinnamon toast crunch ones like all those like crazy colorways he had i was like all into that and then i thought about other jordans i thought about like jordan fours but then, like, you know, the uh, Jordan, you know, the Wizard Jordans and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I thought about it, but those were kind of like my honorable mentions. Um, the Scotty Pippins, I, something about those, I don't know what it is. I love those. Uh, those were an honorable mention. How many honorable, I, I feel as though you started out, like, as a top 30 and mm-hmm. had to crack it down to a top five. So, I was, I did, I had a top 12, believe it or not, to crack it down. Um and as far as honorable mentions go, I can give you like the three that I really thought of. 
you mentioned the Scotty Pippins, and that, that was definitely for me. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I know you, and I, I remember we had a conversation. I don't think you like the air more up tempos like I do. Correct. That was that was the ones. That's the Scotty Pippins that I lean towards. Um, the ones with the big air on them. They were legendary. Um, that was one of my favorite ones that um, he brought out. I really thought that like he and the Olympics. That's what really made it popular. You know, he was part of that team, and they just stuck out. I want to. I will show love to those. I will show love to the glove. Um, Gary Payton sneakers. Um, he always had that big handprint on the side of it that it, it was so cool, but you had to unveil it by unzipping them. Like that, uh, like that. Yeah, Gary Payton had a good one. Um, honorable mention. I thought about the Ray Allen Jordans. The Ray Allen Jordan player editions are great. I really uh, love those. Oh my god, yeah, they're great. Um, you know, I had to show my guy Weber some love. He didn't I like his. I thought he was going to be number one. No, no. So his Air Maxes were pretty legendary. He's not my number one. Oh, um, I'm hurt. I'm hurt for you. Again, I, I wanted to make it a non-biased list to make sure that, again, <laughs> this is just something on the court. I don't think he wore him on the court enough for it to make a general impact. But um, in the sneaker culture, it definitely had a big impact, especially when he came out. His logo was probably one of the best logos um, with the CW that looked like a basketball hoop. Um, but, yeah, so I wanted to give him love there. Like, that sneaker was definitely legendary. Not the Dada's. Not the spinners. <laughs> never give love to those. Um, those not not the Dada's. Okay. No, they were terrible. Those mirror ones were terrible. But my number one. Wait, wait. Is whoop. it a Jordan? It is. Uh, okay, how do I ask for the next clue? Is it a double-digit number? Yes. Okay, on the count of three, we're going to say it at the same time, right? <laughs> All right. One. Two, three, Jordan Eleven. Court Elevens. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Those are. That's. That's it. Yeah. I mean, how can you not put that at number one? It was such that that sneaker is probably the perfect sneaker. Um. Again, on the court, off the court, everyone is wearing the Elevens. That's probably one of the best sneakers, the best silhouettes, and just the Concord version of the comeback, the forty-five on the back. Everything about it. People loved it. I mean, again, that's another sneaker that people go crazy for whenever it's released. Um, again, I, I won my pair directly. Like, it came out on my birthday. I won it on the sneakers app on my birthday. I want to get, like, every version of it. They got different versions on the bottom, but it is such a beautiful sneaker. You can't go wrong with that as number one. I don't see how you go against it. I mean, it's just inevitable. Unfortunately, like, you know, we I know we wanted to try to keep it really not Jordan heavy, which I think we did a wonderful job at doing. It's just that you can't deny what's number one. You can't. You can't. It's the one shoe where I know people like when you go out to like let's say you go to like a sneaker event or like a mm. like a thrift con or something like that. There's gonna be someone there with that shoe, and every oh, yeah. time you see someone with that shoe, you look and go, "I love those." Like you look at them and like, "Wow, that those sneakers!" Like, every time you see someone with them, there's never a moment where you look at them and just go, eh, "It's just the Concord Elevens." No, you look at them and go. Oh my God, that might be one of the most beautiful sneakers of all time. I yeah. have a pair. I have a pair of my own. Got them as a Christmas gift. Almost cried because <laughs> of. Almost cried because of how like how much it meant to me to have that shoe. Mm -hmm. It's just like the most beautiful sneaker I've ever seen. Like to me, when to me when someone asks me what is the best sneaker of all time, I automatically say Concord Elevens. Yeah. Like it's just it's just it's the it's, perfect. It's the perfect sneaker. It goes with every. It's, it's like one of those things that it goes with everything, and I really love it. Um, the con like, Again, you just have to put the number one being the Concord 11s. 
Like if you if you if you have it at un, any other place, I mean, it can't be outside your top three. I mean, it, it's it's just an it's that iconic. Um, again, like the bread elevens are cool, but I really believe that the Concords are really just a step above it. Um, just because of the cultural impact that it had. I mean, yeah. So that's my list. I do have a question for you though. Okay, I'm ready. So there's a bunch of new players out there. So it's, again, it's just the new the new generation is here. You know, we're gonna either skip past the KDs, LeBrons, the Kyries, because those are all they already made their mark in the sneaker game. They're cemented. Who's next up in your eyes? Wow. Who's next up in regards to sneakers? So the issue I have with the sneak like the sneakers of today are a lot of the people are kind of like the same, like mm-hmm. they're kind of samey. Um, I do appreciate LaMelo for being different. Do mm-hmm. I like them personally? No. But do I appreciate him for being with Puma and doing something outside the box? I do. Um, the John Morant Nikes I saw, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of them. I did see a different colorway today that I don't yeah, they released the colorways today that some of them um are you talking about the one with the grizzly marks on them yeah those are the ones that caught like my that. eye <laughs> i like that one uh the tatums don't look bad uh zions are okay i don't like lucas really really don't, don't like lucas the zion ones are all right just because of the voodoo one <laughs> mm-hmm. and he got the jordan one lows to come out in the voodoo colorway uh that's what i like but i don't know who's up next like maybe there's someone else. Actually, I kind of like the Trey Youngs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Trey Youngs a little bit. Um, I just feel as though people need to be a little bit more creative when it comes to like their sneakers. And I feel as though a lot of players aren't. I feel as though they kind of go into a meeting, say, okay, make my sneaker. Yeah. And then it just goes from there. There's no... Right, there's- like with Giannis, the reason why I love the coming to America so much is because I feel as though he really took his time and was like, okay, I want the backstory. I want this. I want it to look a certain way. That's why I love how we were talking about earlier, the Kyrie's with the Black History Month and the uh, the SpongeBob theme, the cereal theme, something different. Now it's just different colorways. That's why I appreciate those jaw ones with the grizzly marks on them because mm-hmm. it's like, I just want some sort of creativity. And I feel as though that's the one thing that's lacking in today's sneakers. Like Under Armour, the Steffs. I, I, I feel as though with Under Armour, I guess it's different because they're more of like um like fitness and stuff like that. Yeah. They're really not known for their sneakers, but like their sneakers are like bored me. I thought Kawhi was gonna come out with better New Balance sneakers and he kinda dis like the Jolly Ranchers ones were eh. Out and then outside of that it's just been kind of a dud. Um but yeah, I don't know who's next up. I, I just, I'm hoping John Morant's, like, the more I look at them, get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatum's, they, I saw a first look at the Tatum's today, and they look pretty good. I just got to see them on feet. I think that's, like, the biggest issue is that I just got to see the Tatum's and the Morant's on feet first. Yeah. And I'll make my case, but a lot of them, like the Lucas and, you know. Lucas I, are pretty dull. I, I, I was, you know what, and I, even thinking about other sneakers, I was never a fan of the Derrick Roses. Just oh. never, never a big fan of them. Um, Dame is probably one of the more creative ones um, on the Adidas camp, though. He always had a theme to his. Um, he was heavy on the wrestling themes on his sneakers. He had the Austin yeah. theme, the Ric Flair's. Um, but I think, again, it just lacks that pop that certain sneakers have that maybe you're describing. 
like the John Morant's, like when I saw the Grizzly Crawl, reminded me of um, Barkley wore this sneaker, but it be, really became popular when Deion Sanders wore them. Um, I believe they're called the Hyper Terrace, and it had like, it looked like a tiger just ripped through the side of them. Um, probably one of the dopest sneakers Nike's ever came out with. Um, Dion made it popular, believe it will, or not. I will say the LeBron 20s, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people feel about them. I love the LeBron 20. He has dropped multiple colorways, and I love every single colorway of the LeBron yeah. 20s. The, the swoosh, the material of it, I love the LeBron 20s. I think, me personally, I think those are the best LeBrons in a very long time. Like, in a very, very long time. I agree. I mean... LeBron has, is so underrated sometimes. I think as an on-court, what happens is, again, a lot of sneakerheads probably look for more towards fashion. And sometimes, like, LeBron's just don't fit the fashion world. But on the court, I think mo- I think 90% of his silhouettes are, are amazing on court. I think he's started losing the big bangs earlier. straps. When he went with the uh, three and four straps on the sneaker with mm-hmm. no laces, I think that's when he started losing people. <laughs> no, I get those. But I, I mean, like, he, he made come-ups like I think the nines were good, the eights, sevens were. The sevens made a good comeback. Um, as far as like when it, they brought up the media day Laker ones, LeBron has definitely had some iconic sneakers. I think it's amazing what what he did there. Um, and I think he had a very very underrated run. But that is a very good point though. Of like a lot of the sneakers of today's culture don't really transition into the fashion world as much, and no. that's the biggest thing about the Jordans and Kobe's. And you look at the pennies and you look at Iverson, all those sneakers are able to transition into just streetwear. And yeah. a lot of the sneakers of today can't. Uh, I think the, the LeBron 20s have that chance because of like, they're kind of low. They're not like super bulky. But um, Giannis is really can't. Uh, Paul George's, uh, it depends on the sneaker. Kyrie sometimes can be a little bit too bulky. Durant has a couple here and there, but yeah, a lot of the sneakers of today, I feel as though it goes back into, you know, going to the old habit, you know, old habits, you know, don't die hard in this case, because all of the players, when they're, when they go off the court, what are they wearing? They're wearing these retros because they are able to get access to these retros. So when they're thinking about it, they're thinking about it in the lens of, okay, I'm creating a basketball sneaker, but they're not thinking okay, what about 15 years from now when I'm retired and I want this to trans transition into, you know, outside of the basketball mm-hmm. world? And I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they think about that because they just kind of, a lot stick. of players. I don't think a lot of players did that. Honestly, like when you even Jordan, I think Jordan, I think Iverson, even Iverson and Penny, I think they kind of accidentally stumbled on that because even if you look at the sneakers that I chose um, the KGs, the Van Axels, I mean, even the even the Sean Kemp's, the Kamikazes, those sneakers, like, they don't really transition well into the fitness world, maybe in athleisure, but not as far as it goes, not as far as the fashion world, as far as, like, you know, what's the new thing, the tunnel. Yeah, true. It doesn't translate to the tunnel fizz, but definitely athleisure, I could see it um, transitioning. Um, you made a good point about the Trey Youngs. I love those. Um, I feel like he has a very, I think he has some good silhouettes, good colorways. Um, I think it's very calm. Yeah, different. something different. Um, and again, the, I always said the creativity of the dames were good. I don't personally like the sneaker myself, but I get, I get the creativity of what he's doing. He always has a theme to it. The same with Donovan Mitchell. He always has a theme to it. I think it's pretty cool on court. Um, again, not something for me. The Luke is like you said, a doll. I think Tatum is. I think Tatum, like for his first sneaker, I think this is a good one. 
think is very underrated. And I think that this is going to trans. I think his will actually transition more because he is the tunnel guy right now. And I think that he's purposely making it that way for his sneaker. So I think that um, he's the next one up as far as popularity goes. Do you think for the Jordan brand guys, should they do their own sneaker or should they try to do old Jordan silhouettes, but into their own? I think that, I think you do a mixture of both. You have to. Um, Zion did it. Tatum does it. Um, Luca did it. Luca's only good sneakers that Luca had were the ones that he did, um, that he collabed with old Jordans and the newer Jordan model. Um, but yeah, I think that they should, they really should try to do something on their own. Um, that way they can get, they got to have their own cultural impact, especially on the Jordan brand. Like some people were successful, like I want to say Mello was somewhat successful, but not really. Um, but yeah, Jordan brand is tough to get out of Jordan's shadow. But I honestly, I do think Tatum is that guy that can make it happen. Gotcha, gotcha. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I said even Zion, they're okay, but I just don't think it's a good transition as far as like to the tunnel world, as I would call it. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so that is this week's episode of Hoops with Coop. Sorry for the delay. I was a little bit sick earlier in the week, so we had to record later on in the week. Definitely check out the rest of the Cooper Sports podcast. Uh, also, please join the Discord where we talk all sports and have good bets for you. Hopefully, we can make you some money for the degenerates out there. Um, thank you, Joe, for coming onto the podcast and talking sneakers. We love sneakers. Absolutely. Like, as you can see, we love sneakers. Uh, just take care to everyone. Thank you for joining in for another episode of Hoops of Coop. See you all next week.